Hello, America. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you don't have Consumer Cellular yet, now is the perfect time to switch and save. For a limited time, new customers can get wireless service for as low as $15 a month for your first year. Yep, the same exact nationwide coverage as the leading carriers for $15 a month for an entire year. What are you waiting for? Call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com and use code RADIO15. See ConsumerCellular.com slash FIRSTYEAR15 for promotional details. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. See, to read that, there is a way where government will be able to pay. Already, there have been five uh, major bonds that have matured. Their principals have to be paid. The coupons have to be paid. Government has missed out on all these ones, and there has not been any firm communication into the general public as to when they are going to pay this amount of money. And that is very worrying for the country. All right, my last question to you, still concerning our debt crisis, the IEA proposing imposition of debt ceiling of 60% of GDP and strict oversight by Parliament. How is that helpful? Is it the right way to go? It, it, it's, it's, a, it's a suggestion that our support will hardly because we don't have to leave everything to the executives to do. If we do not put up a ceiling on our debt and then we allow them to borrow any amount at any time that will not be so good for us so the call for that particular ceiling is in the right direction and if you look at government's own projection they wanted the debt to gdp ratio to be 55 percent so if iea is proposing 60 percent and they can ensure that that is properly executed that would be the right thing and then that will bring a lot of fiscal discipline and to ensure that you just don't borrow 
at rates that are not sustainable, that the future generations will have to suffer for the loans that we take today. And so that call is in the right direction, and I wholeheartedly support the call. Sayam Kao, thank you so much. Senior Finance Lecturer at the University of Cape Coast. I appreciate your time with us this afternoon. Now, soybean farmers and aggregators in the northern region have threatened to reduce production if government does not lift the ban placed on exports by May 15. According to the group, the ban has caused the price of the product to drop solo, resulting in losses. Take a listen. It became operational. None of these local buyers were able to buy soybeans since their operation since their processing plants are no longer in operation. So who does the government want us to sell to? The ban on export of soya has made the price of the commodity drop from 600 and 650 Ghana cities to 400 Ghana cities at the farm gate. This is how poor this is how poor the farmer has been subjected to by this action of the government. Government should, without delay, repeal the export and import restriction restriction of soybeans of soybean regulation 2020 LI2432 and leave the ban on soybean exportation to allow Ghanaian farmers to make money for their labor. If government truly wants to help local soybeans processing companies, government should provide them with funds to be able to buy and make cash payment for soybeans. For local processing companies, government should resource the buffer stock company to be able to buy enough soybeans in the peak season and resell to the local processing companies at cheaper prices. Five, government should identify farmers on government support and direct them to sell soybeans to the local companies. Six, government should allow individuals with capacity to export soybeans to do so without frustrating them to enable the, the industry attract the needed investment. As of now, investors are moving away from investing in soybeans production because of the ban on the exportation of soybeans. We call on the government to, with immediate effect, allow Ghanaian farmers and aggregators to trade in soybeans without restrictions. If government fails to heal to, to our call by 15 May 2023, we will not fight the government, but we will cut down the production of soybeans in the 2023-2024 farming season. This is not a threat, it is just information to the public. Uh, let's uh, speak right now to Yao Edupoku, who is an investor in soybean processing here in Ghana. Good afternoon to you. Thank you for agreeing to speak with us. Uh, what do you make of the concerns raised by the soybean farmers and aggregators? Uh, good afternoon to your viewers. Thank you for having me on your show. Um, what we are saying is partly true, but there is a, um, a deeper um, reason for what is happening currently in the system. We have been saying over and over again to whoever will hear us, and we are praying that this new minister for uh, the agri sector will listen to us. Without um, soy and maize, the poultry industry will not be able to get up on its feet. That is their bottom line. 
because um, poultry is about uh, 90 plus percent pig. That is soy, which is 28 percent, and then the balance of 70 percent is mixed. These are the two ingredients that make the poultry tribe. Now, we started soy at about 20,000 metric tons, 2004. And we brought, we brought it to 400,000 metric tons. And now it has gone down again. Reason is simple. Almost all who invested in the soy industry, I mean midstream processing and have all gone down, including mm. me. And we were the anchors for the soy industry. In came the Indians who started exporting our non-GMO uh, seed to India. Now, India is on the bed of self-sustainability. And so the... Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along. Which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash post. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash post. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash post. ZipRecruiter.com slash post. The market is not that interesting to them because they can now get their own side. Why they still come here is because ours is non-GMO. That is why the Indians are still found on our shows. Mm. But then, it is not actually the fun on export of soy which is getting us into this situation. What we cannot use soy because soy has to go through a process and the processes the doors have been closed. All the processes are done except I think one or two. So you cannot get the national required. And so the only alternative left to the farmer is to export. And the exporting country is India. They are the only ones exporting our uh, soybean. And they are doing that because it's non GM. But now I hear India is on the verge of self sustainability. So that means that they will need our soil. The way out is that we should, as a matter of agency, if we are looking at our nutritional requirement as a country, be able to revive the soil industry not from the farmer end, but mixture, making sure we have about five well-functioning uh, soil mills that will then require the farmer to grow and expand. Then the farmer has an anchor buyer, so they don't have to fret about who is buying from them. With this, the poultry industry then will have a leg to stand up because soy cake will be available to be mixed with the maize plus the, uh, the chemicals that they need. Immediately overnight, we will see a revival in the poultry industry. Now, it's a boomerang effect or a chain effect.
because the midstream that is the processing end is collapsed, has collapsed. Farmers don't have a market. And poultry farmers don't have the means to feed their chicken. This is where Ghana finds itself. No okay. matter what any say, no matter how many run conference tables that we do, without us sitting down to look at it, as I'm saying, we will be wasting everybody's time, including the government. Okay. This is where... Yeah, and I, and I get you and agree with you on uh, us reviving our soybean processing companies, but that looks like it's going to take some time. But in the interim, the farmers say they're incurring losses. Wouldn't it make sense to lift the ban so they can uh, sell off what they have at this point? The point is that it's not about the ban. I work with the Indians. They are not buying they can get the certificate to export. Though there is a little bottleneck at the ministry, which we are working on. The point is that do India need our soil, or do the world need our soil? That is the question. Mm -hmm. So, we are not producing enough to catch the eye of the major buyer. It is a niche market that we created for ourselves because it's a non-GM. That is what it is. So it is not a matter of time, as you are saying. Setting up a factory is maximum six months. And then the factory will be working. And once the factory will, let's say we are in April, by December, we can get the factory up and running so that the poultry industry will immediately be revived. It is not a matter of the farmer not getting a market. There will be no market if there is no end user. That is where we are. So we should not push the problem to the so we should not push the problem to the exporter. That is not it. And I stand to be corrected. It is not the exporter. How come the uh, volume of soy has decreased over the years? Because all those who went into soya processing have gone down. In going down, it affected the farm. Mm. That is why our yield has gone down. A lot of us have moved from soya into rice and maize. Okay. So, that is now moving on. Cannot get the market. I, this is why, yeah. I don't know if, if there have been any discussions about uh, revamping uh, soya bean processing factories, but I do get the sense that it's something the government is really uh, keen on doing. You see, um, We've made overtures to the government and we'll continue to do that. That it is not about soya power, it is about the nutritional need of the populace. That is what we're talking about. This will cut down on pharmaceuticals, it will cut down on our health needs. If we are able to produce the needed nutrient for the population, and so it behoves the, uh, the government to put in a little fund to get at least one sector running. We've been saying this. Nobody is listening. How much do we need to put in the sector? For soil, I can tell you here that we don't need more than 300 million US dollars and the soya industry will be thriving and the poultry industry will be up and running. How much did we put into the banking system? How much? This tells us where our priorities are. And now, 
We are net importers of everything. Mm. Even things that can be done here, we import. And we don't have the dollar because we don't produce the dollar. This is what is happening. Okay. So please, it's not a matter of uh, we not getting importers, exporters to buy our soil. I just have 30 seconds and I just want to ask you, so should the soil being uh, farmers uh, follow through with their threat to reduce production, do you think it would have any significant impact? The truth is that they will just go extinct. I'm telling you because I'm part of it. As I'm talking to you, I'm experimenting with organic soil with a group of investors. We are all going to go extinct because nobody cares. The whole point is that none of the poultry farmers are buying Ghana soya cake. The market for the Ghana soya cake is not even up to 10%. Wow. All the poultry farmers are importing. They are importing the cake. You see, we take the raw material to India, they extract the vegetable oil out of it, and then send as the cake three or four times the price, and then the poultry farmer buys it. That's why you cannot buy local poultry. This is what is happening. Okay. If they threaten that they are not going to, nobody will care, because the poultry farmer will still import the cake anyway, and it is the right. soya... Who will be found uh, wanting? Uh, um, it was quite unfortunate uh, that this <laughs> this is the yeah. outcome. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, Edupok for speaking with us. Uh, so you have been an investor. We'll keep the conversation going. But time to talk tech next. Interesting article on uh, Technology Age website about BVLE's decision to pause implementation of the digital transfer fee. Is the, the article there asking if it's just a distraction for? A later rollout lead, Ice of Africa, Henry Kobler, joins us to discuss this. Uh, good afternoon to, to you, Henry. Is, is that a question to consider? What's the basis for this uh, question based on the writer's perspective? I think that uh, the last things we have. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. 
But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. And uh, can create public outcry on how data um, uh, people like uh, Yambo and then um, uh, Uber are basically now rolling out the uh, data fees. Now, I mean, the outcry came in at a point where everybody now just realized that this came from, from a DBLA directed and it was sort of starting to implement from first April. Now, the point really is that um, there has been that pause from DBLA's point of view on, on this, and then we're still seeing that uh, some of the right cleaning services are still implementing the fees. Now, the outcry, especially for tech enthusiasts like me, is to look at how exactly is the implementation of such fees going to impact how the adoption of these technologies is going to be. Now, the second point really is that what is the oversight of this fee? Who is really looking at how this fee is implemented and how much is basically going to come in? Is there a direct declaration of this value or there's a supervisory uh, technology that is going to be over the finances of these right hailing services to be able to check if these fees are sort of coming in at a value which they can sort of declare directly? And that becomes one of those uh, major points which we, we are actually looking at. And so if these pointers are not in place and then the implementation of such fees is in, whether it is paused or whether it is now a hidden fee which we can't necessarily see, becomes a very big issue for us in terms of finances in, in, in the right heading point. And so those are the questions that we're sort of asking and it's actually very important that we sort of get some level of answers to these questions. Well, uh, we've not received, uh, we've not heard anything since uh, DVLA announced that uh, it was rolling back uh, those uh, charges. Uh, like you point out, we don't even know whether they are hitting charges right now. Uh, but do you think it, they would come back again to reintroduce those charges? What do you think? What's your gut feeling about this? Yeah, and what's the practice in other parts of the world? I'm just wondering. My feeling really, I mean, is, is that, I mean, uh, it's really going to stay. So we're going to have the fees coming in. But the point where I get a lot of, uh, a lot of agitation is that how is DVLA going to have an oversight of how much is coming in through those fees? Do they have a technology API connected to the finance point of these right healing services to be sure that as much as they are declaring the values that are going to come in, that is going to be the right, the right values. Because as a tech company, are you going to point into their, their books? How are you going to now supervise and be sure that you're actually going to have some level of oversight on it? I mean, for me, that's one of my major points. Whether it's going to come in or not, and I feel that usually where such authorities, especially in Ghana, as we've seen, uh, make up a point to say once we have a level of revenue from a particular source, they actually go in. Like the email, I mean, we spoke about it, we cried about it, but it was still in. And so having DVM put some, uh, one, one CD on, on rights really is not going to be a big deal where we have to now cry so much about it. But my point is that how are we going to see how much is coming from that point? And that's one of my job concerns. Yeah, uh, accountability. But in terms of patronage of uh, ride-hailing apps, do you think it is going to have any potential impact? Do people really care about these things now? 
people do care about it, but I mean, if you need the services, you would ignore it. I've, I've sort of had to cycle myself over e-levy and pushing money in and out every time. I mean, I don't really care about the sort of part and parcel of me. And so, yes, you're going to have it uh, impacting level of adoption in terms of the technology, but I think that for uh, the use of the services, you're going to see an upset of it as well because technology is really coming to be part of us and we can't take it away. And so we're going to acquire more it, but we're going to still have to use it. All right. Uh, thank you so much, Henry. Always great to speak with you. Henry Kobler is lead for Eyes of Africa, uh, joins us every Wednesday for Tech Talk. Now, before we go, uh, some quick news update on the visit of the Director General of the World Trade Organization, Dr. Ngozi okonjo Wella. She's urging African countries to work more on improving macroeconomic stability to support trading activities on the continent. According to her, it will take more years for the continent to have a strong currency to match up with the American Greenback, speaking at a forum held by the Institute of Economic Affairs, she called for strong platforms to ease intra-Africa trade activities. In order to have another currency that matches it, you need that level of confidence. And that means you also need that level of stability in the economy of that country. So it will take a long time before we find currency. I'm not saying it, it, it won't work. I'm just saying it will take time to find another international currency that engenders that level of confidence. All right, and that's the marketplace. Everyone, thanks for watching. My name is Daryl Kwao. We'll be back same time tomorrow. For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger, Offering professional-grade industrial supplies, plus real-time product availability and access to experts ready to answer your toughest questions. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along. Which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com post. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash post. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash post. ZipRecruiter.com slash post. Hi, good afternoon. Welcome to the Marketplace. Coming up, Ghana may lose $100 million from gold exports by the end of April this year if the Bank of Ghana is unable to provide guarantee funding to the precious minerals marketing company will engage the Chamber of Bullion Traders.
Also coming up, illegal miners invade concession of Asanko gold mines, threatening its sustainability. Plus, Serbian farmers and aggregators in the northern region calling on government to lift up the ban placed on exports. They are threatening to stop production in May as they are incurring losses. My name is Daryl Kwa. Thanks for joining us. Details coming up. First up, Ghana's net international reserves will end 2023 at nearly three weeks of import cover. That's according to the 2023 International Monetary Fund Regional Economic Outlook Report. This is contrary to the Bank of Ghana's summary of economic and financial data that put the country's reserves in 2023 at 2.7 months of import cover. Again, the report said Ghana's reserves stood at a little above two weeks of import cover in 2022. Here to tell us the implications is economist Courage Boti. Uh, good afternoon to you. Thanks for your time. Uh, so essentially, we are broke, and this new report shows how badly broke we are, doesn't it? Your thoughts about where we are right now? Very weak 
uh, external uh, balances that we have really. I think the CDs are, are performing what the fundamentals would suggest really. And that probably is because the usual process is for, for fully reversals last year. You are not seeing much of it this year. And the reason is the bond market is just inactive and so those of your guys who would want to move out do not have the space to even sell to move out. We suspended interest payments on external debt really. And we've had a number of you bond uh, coupon ma uh, maturity policy really. And, and government hasn't unnet those because of the uh, temporal moratorium in place really or the suspension in place. So all of these have helped us maybe stay afloat a bit, but otherwise our reserve cover is actually very alarming. And the finance minister wasn't wrong when he said that if we do not get a program by March, the economy could collapse. We haven't seen that yet because some of those interventions have helped to some extent now. But I think this is time for us to do whatever we can to get a program running and at least get a balance of payment support going. And this revelation could actually even trigger uh, speculative activities on the market in the coming days, really. And if they're not taking, we might reverse some of the things we are seeing on inflation. If, if the trend continues up, as we are expecting, really. So we are not out of the woods. There is a lot at stake at this point. Well, what would be the implication if the IMF program is not approved on time? I mean, initially we're looking at March, and now we're looking at May. The whole now is that with uh, China agreeing to come on board, uh, and then the Paris club members that the bilateral creditors like the Saudis and the like are willing to give us a hearing and support us in this, this direction, the hope is that as possible, we should get a program, and the day timeline is, is, is useful, it's instructive. I mean, we can make do with that. But if things extend beyond that, it only increases the education, uh, it only increases the, the scope for speculation, and there is only so much we can get from trade receipts. And most of whom are, do not even belong to the government anyway. Because if I export gold, if I export oil, you might see it recorded in the balance of payment. But Day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. 
Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Corporation, multinationals, they are probably inching towards that point where they have to pay dividends. And so we need to steady the ship as soon as possible to avoid any further unintended consequences. And I, I cannot even say that missing the lead deadline again. And it looks like we may be giving the progress of things at the same time. All right. Uh, one, one last question, if you could do it in a minute for me. Uh, so some wondering... Uh, despite the significant fall in our net reserves, the city faring relatively well. How do you explain that? Yeah, that's the point I made earlier, that the performance of the city so far does not reflect the weak fundamentals. And, and I think this, uh, and I must explain it, yes, the city is relatively stable. But I also do not think that 12 CD, 12 CD, 50 percent that we are seeing it now, is actually the level of the city. I think it's undervalued grossly. Flowing will happen. We started, we closed 2021 with about 52 percent to a dollar, and all of a sudden, more than twice that. I don't think that is the fair value of the city. But given the weak fundamentals, really, I think it, 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 it's outperforming what it should have been for the year 2022. And the reason is that the portfolio reversal that actually the depreciation last year is not happening this time around. It's not happening because since the EP was announced and closed, the bond market has been dormant, inactive. You did not see enough activity there. And those portfolio investors who were supposed to DOG bonds would have to sell before they repatriate. But because they are unable to sell, you are not seeing the repatriations happening. And you also realize that the bank of uh, government suspended interest payments on each euro bonds and other internal debt. If we were paying coupons and interest on those those bonds, on those loans, then what it will mean is another source of pressure for the city. And so all of these, I believe, are playing a role in why the city seems to be relatively better than the fundamentals suggest. But otherwise, uh, it is a very weak uh, uh, support, weak support we have at this point. And if we see this present in match, yes, then the collapse could happen like uh, the finance minister uh, warned earlier. Thank you so much, uh, Courage, for speaking with us, Research Lead at TCB Capital. I appreciate that you could join us on the marketplace. Now, Ghana may lose $100 million from gold exports by the end of April this year if the Bank of Ghana is unable to provide guarantee funding to the precious minerals marketing company to acquire gold from the licensed small-scale miners. About 2,000 kilograms of gold are produced every month by the artisanal and small-scale miners valued at approximately $120 million. But PMMC, which used to buy on average uh, 2,000 kilograms of gold every month, has not been able to purchase gold since the beginning of this month. Meanwhile, the licensed gold exporters are unable to export because they have been barred from buying and exporting the commodity. Joining us on phone, uh, Chief Executive of the Chamber of Bullion Traders, Dan Crampa, uh, to share some perspective. Good afternoon to you. So tell us a bit more about the challenges with guarantee funding and how that is affecting gold exports. Uh, thank you very much. The, the government assured us that the PMMC will be given funds by the Bank of Ghana to refinance the purchase of gold, which was at two tons per month. So we were expecting that this, this quantity and that amount 
will be readily available for lifeing gold exporters to buy gold for export. But the exporters have been prevented from buying because the policy is that now no lifeing gold exporter should export gold. So that is what is happening now. Well, I'm reading we can lose $100 million from gold exports by the end of this year, of, the, of April, rather. Um, is that true? Uh, no. I don't think that is possible because, you know, a lot of gold exporters had persons in 13 of the administrative districts that we have in Ghana. And now that they are not buying, they have closed all the links, the offices that they had in the special allocated district. So gold that used to come in to the land gold exporters will no more come in. So the quantity of gold that will be exported and the revenue that will be earned from it will all mean decrease. So we can't meet the hundred million dollars in export. Yeah, actually, I was saying that the, the report I was reading indicated that we may lose we may lose one hundred million dollars at the end of this month. Yeah, you will because uh, the, the 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 official channel through which gold will be sold that is the PMMC is not at the market now, and uh, instead of establishing offices in almost all the regions where small came and it is have only an office in Kumasi. And it will be difficult for miners to travel long distances to go to come and sell it in Kumasi. So it will be very difficult to get the quantities that uh, normally to have been bought by large gold So if your members are allowed to buy gold, will it bring down uh, smuggling drastically? If members are allowed to buy gold, I think we can be able to even exceed the target that we set for us. And, and I, I'm just wondering, too, what your business is looking like uh, since the gold for oil policy was implemented. Uh, the business is good because normally, when gold exporters receive investment from dealers in gold, and they use the money to finance the operations of both the miners and the agents who sell the gold. But when the policy came in the effect, the export of gold by large gold exporters was stopped by, by the policy. So it's not possible for large gold exporters to even buy gold for us. So that's what is happening. All right, Dan Kramper, thank you so much for your time, Chief Executive of the Chamber of Bullion uh, Traders. Uh, we'll still stay with mining because illegal miners have invaded the concession of Asanko mines, threatening its sustainability. Now, though the amount of gold being lost to illegal miners is yet to be quantified, managers say such operations endanger the lives of staff and earth-moving equipment. Corporate social responsibility activities to the community also stand to be affected negatively. And I argue my Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along. Which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com post.
ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash post. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash post. ZipRecruiter.com slash post. That's more in the full-in report. Elegant mining is rife within Asanko Mines' 113-kilometer concession. In 2021, the Ashanti Regional Security Council visited one of the affected areas sited few meters from the mine's senior staff camp. Despite efforts to halt the illegality, desired results are yet to be attained. Managing Director of Asanko Mines, Dr. Charles Amwa, explains how the environmental destruction is hampering its sustainable mining drive. It is very huge because at the end of the day, we all know these illegal miners do not uh, uh, very safe mining practices, which is contrary to what we believe in. And at the end of the day, they leave the area unsafe, which will eventually result in fatality. So the challenges are one, it, it, it poses a threat to our employees, it poses a threat to our equipment and degrading the environment, and then put Asanko in a very state as if Asanko that have done that degradation. The mine contributes $2 of every ounce of gold mined for the community development. In the delivery of its corporate social responsibility, the company has handed over a fully furnished hospital to Bontefufu and its environs at the cost of $1.7 million. The hospital has four wards, a theater, emergency room, and two consulting rooms. The single-story facility comes with all the needed facilities for the hospital's operation. Meanwhile, a service provider in the mining industry, Robotech Ghana Limited, has donated an ambulance to support the hospital. Ali Ibrahim is Chief Executive Officer. I would say it's our CSR contribution to society. And our CSR programs cut across everywhere that we are operating, not only in our operational area, but to everywhere that we feel them that there's a need to support um, community, support people. Um, Robotech is a company that we believe in sharing with the, with, with, with the people that we get from. For Joy News, Nanaya Ojima reporting. Northwest story developing there too. Uh, Serbian farmers and aggregators are calling on the government to lift the ban placed on exports. According to the group, the ban has caused the price of the product to drop so low, resulting in losses. Addressing the press in Tamale, the Serbian farmers and aggregators warned that they will reduce production if nothing is done before the 15th of May. Soybean farmers have continued to raise concerns over the ban on the exportation of the produce. The farmers say the local buyers' government is protecting our unable to buy up to 40% of the produce on the market and wondered who government wants them to sell the remaining to. 
addressing the press in Tamale, Director of Administration, Ghana Soya Bean Farmers and Aggregators Association, Abdul Hakim Isa said, most of the soya bean factories are collapsed, therefore nowhere to sell their produce. It became operational. None of these local buyers were able to buy soybeans since their operation, since their processing plants are no longer in operation. So who does the government want us to sell to? The ban on export of soya has made the price of the commodity drop from 600 and 650 Ghana cities to 400 Ghana cities at the farm gate. This is how poor this is how poor the farmer has been subjected to by this action of the government. Mr. Issa called on government to eliminate the restrictions and allow farmers trade freely. Prices exporters of soybeans should be dissolved with immediate effect too. Government should without delay repeal the export and import restriction, restriction of soybeans of soybean regulation 2020 LI2432 and leave the ban on soybean exportation to allow Ghanaian farmers to make money for their labor. If government truly wants to help local soybeans processing companies, government should provide them with funds to be able to buy and make cash payment for soybeans. Four. If government wants cheaper soybeans for local processing companies, government should resource the buffer stock company to be able to buy enough soybeans in the peak season and resell to the local processing companies at cheaper prices. Five. Government should identify farmers on government support and direct them to sell soybeans to the local processing companies. Six, government should allow individuals with capacity to export soybeans to do so without frustrating them to enable the, the industry attract the needed investment. As of now, investors are moving away from investing in soybeans production because of the ban on the exportation of soybeans. By these recommendations, he said, people go into farming to make profit and not make losses. We call on the government to, with immediate effect, allow Ghanaian farmers and aggregators to trade in soybeans without restrictions. Agri is no longer practiced as a culture. Agri is now practiced as a business. We are therefore in business to make profit, not to make losses. Economies grew through mass exportation and less importation, but the current stance of the government of more imports and fewer exports will send Ghana nowhere. If government fails to heed to, heal to our call by 15th May 2023, we will not fight the government, but we will cut down the production of soybeans in the 2023-2024 farming season. This is not a threat. It is just information to the public. 
That report was filed by Martina Bugui. Now, Ghana has been praised for its rapid development in digital trade and friendly environment for women entrepreneurs. According to Director General of the World Trade Organization, Dr. Ngozi Ikojo-Iwera, the country has made significant progress in ensuring that many businesses thrive through digital channels. She therefore encouraged more entrepreneurs to use the opportunity in the digital space to do more for the continent. Dr. Iwera was speaking in a meeting with the Trade Minister Katie Hammond as part of her official visit to Ghana and two other African countries. Other exciting areas of work at the WTO that I just want to touch on. I'm very happy that today we'll be meeting small and medium enterprises, especially women who are engaged in digital trade. One of the most exciting happenings in the world today is the rise of digital trade. Digitally delivered services are growing fastest and in Ghana is doing quite well from the numbers that we can see. So this is an area I want to encourage Ghana very much. Digitally delivered and traded services in Ghana are doing well. Whether it's uh, you know, professional services from business outsourcing, trading intellectual services and back office functions with others, or digital trade of women. There are many women, I can see, and also men, who are trading here on the internet, and that is growing very, very fast. We are trying to develop rules at the WTO that will guarantee fairness and predictability for such trade. We will be meeting some of the people trading digitally today, and because Ghana is doing well in this area, I really want to encourage that young people and women you know, should, uh, should do more digital trade. The other area is uh, climate change and green, green trade. Um, greening of trade. The WTO and the World Trading System should be positive instruments to help countries to trade in a way that is greener because we all have to fight climate change. But we have to do it in a way that is just, recognizing that Africa is not the cause. We only emit 3% of global carbon emissions. How do we contribute to fighting climate change, which is affecting our countries? Now, Minister of Trade and Industry, Katie Hammond, used occasion to request for the WTO to reform its dispute settling mechanism to enhance fair trade. concerned uh, to learn that um, you have no proper adjudication system um, uh, because um, somehow the appellate system is collapsed you only have the, the, the first year um, tribunal um, we cannot have a system of this magnitude when uh, we, we don't have a forum where arbitration of uh, disputes which inevitably would arise um, to be resolved I'm told that um, you, you tried uh, very much to get this matter resurrected so uh, our hope is that by the time of uh, the 13th ministerial um, uh, conference meeting if we have been able to do the condition precedent <laughs> we will be able to come over and uh, make sure that uh, um, these matters are properly articulated but I'm told that um, because the appellate one is collapsed, the, the, the first one is completely dysfunctional. Nothing no. at all is taking place. Uh, 
Now, the Chartered Institute of Marketing Ghana has encouraged businesses to take advantage of its recently launched Regional Brand Index to strategize. According to the Institute, the Regional Brand Report gives a clear view of the potential of the 16 regions needed to transform the tourism ecosystem. President of the CIMG, Dr. Daniel Cassetti, tells Joy Business the report presents enormous opportunities for both small and uh, large-scale businesses. Two issues where the region was scoring 90%. These are areas of strength that the region can leverage to promote themselves. The areas of weaknesses, they can also work on them to strengthen them. It behoves these 16 regions to find innovative ways of, you know, identifying from this Bible, this document that we have outdoors today, their areas of strength, and to project them. I said they should do so consciously and deliberately. If you like, I link it to this one as well. You know, remember this document touches on the uh, tourists and touches on business travelers. Okay, business travelers within the sub region when they come, where do they go to? They have always known Accra and Kumasi. Now, at a go, everybody knows when you pick this document that there are 16 regions, that each of the regions has something of interest, right? So we expect that as people come in, even as business people, business will definitely be mixed with leisure. So in their leisure time, they should travel up country, they should travel, you know, around the country to see the beautiful scenery around and also contribute, you know, as a way of growing the local economies. All right, that's the marketplace. Thanks for watching, everyone. There is more news on our website, myjoonline.com forward slash business. Our top stories there. IA proposes imposition of debt ceiling of 60% of GDP, strict oversight by parliament. Government commits to strict BOG zero financing of budget. Uh, that's according to Ken of Reatap, the finance minister. Myjoonline.com forward slash business. My name is Daryl Kwao. Thanks for watching. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along. Which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com post. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash post. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash post.
ZipRecruiter.com slash post. Hi, good afternoon. Welcome to the marketplace. Coming up, 23 banks operating in Ghana to lose about 6.1 billion cities as a result of reduced coupon rate and the extension of the maturity period uh, following the domestic debt restructuring. We have details coming up. Also coming up, interest rates continue to rise on the yield curve, but government gets 2.53 billion cities from Treasury bills auction. And the World Bank makes guarantee payment of $372 million on behalf of Ghana for the 2030 Eurobond. My name is Daryl Kwao. Details coming up. Do stay with us. Thanks for staying with us, everyone. Now, further analysis of the domestic debt restructuring indicate that the 23 banks operating in this country will lose about $6.1 billion um, as a result of reduced coupon rate and extension of the maturity period from 5 to 15 years. According to the liquidity gap analysis by Dr. Richmond Etuayene and KB Frimpong, the 23 banks would have generated positive cash flow of about $10.1 billion billion cities over the period from the original coupon rate of 19.3% per annum. Now, following the implementation of the domestic debt exchange program, the extension of the maturity period and reduction of coupon rate will impact heavily on their earnings from investments in government of Ghana bonds. Joining us uh, on phone to discuss this is one of the authors of this report, Dr. Richmond Etienne. Good afternoon to you. Thank you uh, for joining us uh, on the marketplace. So tell us a bit more about how you arrived at this figure. Thank you very much, Jeff. I mean, it's about time value of money. You know, if, uh, you're supposed to receive your money in five years with a return of 19.3. And it's structured over a period of 15 years with a reduced rate. If you use the MPV values, the returns are going to go down from 10.1 to about six point something, uh, four point something, that will mean that you'll be losing about $6.1 billion in liquidity. And um, this is as a result that I've explained, reducing the coupon rate from 19.3 to 9% and extending the maturity profile from 5 to 15 years. When you use the MTV values about the returns, it means there'll be a drop the drop in the returns. And that is how we calculated this by using the MTV. And so, uh, how much will the 23 banks lose over the period of five years from the domestic debt exchange program? I'm seeing 6.1 billion Ghana cities. If, if there hasn't been nothing, if the debt has not been restructured, they are going to make about 10 points something billion. But as to the structured debt, then you get about four point something. So the difference between the 10 originals and the new one gives you about 6.1 billion. 
And how will these losses impact on the rail sector? So in many terms, with the setup of the financial stability, if all security studies, all things being equal, if it's set up, then I'm not, I don't think there will be a rush for the liquidity that people will go and take their money. Like it has happened, it happened in Jamaica. Jamaica set a similar funding, the stability by 1.2 billion. At the end of it all, it was not utilized. And it is about, it's also about information asymmetry. Because of financial illiteracy, a lot of people don't know what the bonds, the reduction of these bonds and the coupon actually is meant. But those of us doing finance and economics and accounting, when we dive into it, that is it. So all things being equal, it may not directly affect the banks per se. That is why Bank of Ghana has decided that they will set the financial stability of 15.2 billion. If things get out of hand, then they'll be able to rely on the liquidity, the difference to support the system. But in real fact, in real fact, it's going to affect the bank's ability to possibly uh, give loans, extend loans, and also, if you remember, Last week, one of the Nigerian banks said that they're going to curtail. They're going to curtail the credit. These are part of the restructuring of the debt that's going to impact on the economy. Anything that can be done is there anything that can be done to mitigate the impact of the losses that the, these banks would incur. What can be done at this stage? As the contingent. Contingency is basically what the Bank of Ghana and the Ministry of Finance are trying to set up for the stability. But apart from that, apart from that, I don't think there is anything anyone can do because there needs to be a fallback position. The fallback position is the liquidity, uh, the, the fund that is being uh, set up. If it's set up, then should there be a demand for more cash or more liquidity? more people demanding their bonds, then the banks can fall on you to support their liquidity systems. All right. Thank you so much, uh, Dr. Rich Manitua and a banking consultant joining us with uh, insights into a report uh, which is showing that um, banks are going to at least 23 banks in Ghana are going to incur losses up to 6.15 billion CDs as a result of the domestic debt exchange program. Well, let's move on to other stories for you. Interest rates continue to rise for the fourth week running as government pushes for more funds to finance its short-term liabilities. According to the latest Treasury bills auctioned by the Bank of Ghana, the rates went up across the yield curve, whilst the 91-day T-bill showed up by 0.07% to 19.96%. That of the 182-day bill increased by 0.10% to 22.57%. Now, some analysts are worried that the rising interest rates may affect the government's quest to reduce the deficit financing in 2023 and the next couple of years. This is because government will continue to pay more interest on these instruments. Joining us on Zoom is Associate Professor of Finance and Economics at the University of Ghana uh, Business School, uh, Professor Lord Mensa. Good afternoon to you. Happy holiday. Should we be worried that interest rates keep rising after witnessing a significant drop some two months ago? Yeah, good afternoon and good afternoon to our viewers. Um, I would say I'm not surprised at all, I mean, to, have, to see the interest rates of the 
treasury bills going up again because government had you know far back in november last year you know giving the signal that they will still continue to borrow on the market so the what we saw i mean earlier on during the debt exchange was more or less um uh, uh, well, a temporary, you know, downward trend, uh, which every market will respond as such when there is um, a debt restructuring. Now, what is the purpose of debt restructuring? I mean, government intends to free up, you know, fiscal space to more or less raise money through sacrifices of interest rate that people will give up, you know, for the debt restructuring. And then the second, you know, benefit of the debt restructuring is to bring, you know, interest rate down. It's part of the economic reforms that, you know, every country uh, may witness once there's a heat up in the interest you know, rate market. So effectively, uh, what has happened now, it's more or less uh, quite conflicting because government intends to bring interest rate down and at the same time, being on the market, you know, to borrow uh, will not be able to, you know, bring the rate down. Quite conflicting anyway. Because um, you cannot say that you want to bring interest rate down whilst you are holding up, you know, a huge, you know, budget, you know, deficit which needs to be financed from the local market. Remember, we have been frozen from the going to the international market. So whatever, you know, financing government is doing is within the local market. So um, I will be happy if government... Will you know in the by New Year? Sorry, in the media budget review, we'll be able to restructure the 2023 budget to reflect you know the debt restructuring, i.e., to reduce you know the budget deficit, so that the benefit of the debt restructuring for bringing interest rate down will be realised. Yeah, we'll talk a bit more about this uh, suggestion coming from you, but I also wanted to find out. Um, what will be the cost of these high rates on the economy if it keeps running? Yeah, the difficulty in every economy is if interest rate is going up and there's liquidity is also frozen. I mean, remember, you know, um, people are going to give up, you know, their coupons when it comes to bond payment. Banks are going to do that. Um, institutions that have invested are going to do that. So liquidity in itself is going to be frozen. Coupled with high interest rate means that free flow of funds will be difficult. And when funds are not moving from one point to the other, it, it slows down the economy. Yeah, and then, I mean, back to the issue to do with the 2023 budget, you calling for a review to align with the expected IMF program. What would that entail and what changes do you expect to see? Yeah, government should cut down, you know, some expenditure. The, the cut down of the expenditure from the side of the interest payment, which has been realized in the DDEP, there's more to do. You know, government is on the market now calling for alternative debt restructuring. That means that the target that was set in the 2023 budget is not being met. And that is why government intends to free up space more. But it has to do with sacrifice, and we've been calling for government to cut down expenditure on discretionary items on the expenditure side of the national budget. And that is what I, I hope to see in the budget review, so that we can get you know, a budget that will reflect, reflect you know, a debt restructuring.
All right. Thank you so much uh, for making us have a part of your holiday. Professor Lord Mensah and, and economist joining us on Zoom there. Well, the International Development Association of the World Bank has made a guarantee payment of $372 million on behalf of the government of Ghana for the 2030 eurobond. This is coming after the country defaulted on its coupon payment on April 14 this year due to the debt moratorium announced on December 19th last year. There's more in this report. The payment was done on April 20th, 2023. In 2015, the nation faced difficult market conditions, it had large financing needs, high debt levels that were maturing soon, and no access to international financial markets. The finance ministry then sought help from the World Bank to meet these goals and requested a policy-based guarantee in combination with a credit from the International Development Association to be able to mobilize the volume of financing needed to settle upcoming debt repayments. A policy-based guarantee was then secured. In this case, Ghana issued a $1 billion Eurobond series due in 2030. The 2030 Eurobond was backed by the International Development Association's guarantee, covering up to $400 billion in both principal and interest. 